1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass,
0: shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies.
2: Which teams will rise from the chaos?
0: Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
3: AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into to work. In traffic, so slow connect the dishes to voices that glow thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything AT&T
2: if you had to go on a 12-hour bus ride to your next game which five teammates are you taking on the bus and why and my honorable
4: mention will be Marquise Daniels I gotta have my
2: my honorable mention is BD (laughs) <laughs> cuz you I already know what it. he's bringing that motherfucker's going to be a character that <laughs> entertains if you want him to entertain for the 12 hours he will but I want to get a little bit of sleep that's why he's honorable mention <laughs> welcome back to another edition of what's burning let's get right to it with the week ahead jack we got nets and sixers this wednesday top two teams in the east uh nets have the second best half court offense in the league 76ers have the second best Half-court defense in the league. Is this a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals?
4: Yeah, it could be. I mean, both teams are finally getting healthy. Everybody's starting to get guys back. Uh, Embiid's starting to get on the floor of things. But this is going to be um, a good matchup to see how can they get ready for Embiid coming into playoffs because they will match up. Embiid has been a problem all year. We know what the dynamics and the problems that Brooklyn bring, but Embiid is going to be a problem for them not having that big man. And uh, I can't wait to see how this game plays out.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you remember last week, um, you know, a shorthanded Lakers led with Andre Drummond, uh, you know, I think surprised the Nets. And to me, it wasn't that big of a deal of a loss, but it just showed that there's not much in the middle. Granted, I don't think DeAndre Jordan played that game, uh, but, you know, he he was little boying uh, LaMarcus Aldridge all night, putting Mm -hmm. his hand down to the ground and doing all, all that kind of shit. So. Um, definitely if Philly is going to surpass the Nets to go to the finals, it's going to be because of Embiid. So this could definitely be a preview. I'm excited to see this game. Next up, we have the Celtics and the Lakers, uh, obviously historical rivalry. You know, the Lakers are on a little bit of a skid, um, beat Nets last week. Um, I think LeBron is a few weeks from being back. I think 80 is about a week from being back. Um, Celtics are starting to pick it up in the seventh spot in the Eastern Conference. Uh, what do you think about this matchup?
4: Ah, uh, man, them Boston Young boys, they rolling right now. They playing well. Both They're starting to pick it up, not just their stars, but as a whole team. Everybody's starting to play their role. You know, guys, they're really starting to pick it up. So it's going to be an interesting game. I just see them getting ready for the playoffs. Obviously, the Lakers are beat up. You know, they still need their guys back. But the way the Boston is playing, I see Boston coming out with the victory right now because they're looking at the playoffs. They can see it in clear view.
2: Yeah, this was one my one team uh, come second half that I really thought would pick it up. Obviously, it, it didn't start off right away, but they are 5-1 uh, and one in April. And like you said, not only are the stars finding their rhythm, but the team is finding their rhythm. And I think that's going to be important uh, for this team moving forward. Um But these games are dangerous. These are the kind of games where you don't see LeBron, you don't see AD, so you might not come in with the right mindset. But then again, you did point out these guys are gearing up towards for the playoffs, and they know every game counts. So um, I think I got the Celtics in this one too. Uh, Continuing the week ahead, we have the Clippers versus the Sixers on Friday. Kawhi and PG versus Embiid and Simmons. Clippers won the first battle without Embiid, but uh, Tobias Harris had a very nice game, 29-9-9. Uh, Jack, I think we both feel these teams can make a long run, um, in the playoffs. What do you think about this matchup?
4: That's oh, a good matchup. I, I just think, you know, and M- M- B has been a force this year. You know, he's been dominant. Every team has been trying to figure out how can they stop him or make adjustments to stop him and they can't do it. And I, I, I don't, I don't see the Clippers having an answer. Yes. Yes. They added Boogie, but, uh, Boogie hasn't played. He has to get in shape and he has to, he has to get acclimated with that team. And that's not easy as people think. Uh, he is a pro. He is a dominant force. He's something they could use. But Embiid's been dominant all year. Like you said earlier, he's having the MVP year. So I just I, I can see both of these teams making a run. But I just see uh, in this game Embiid being a little bit too much for him.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously excited that, that Boogie got a, uh, another run with the Clips. And this is the matchup I wish we could have got. Three years ago, maybe before Boogie right. started getting all these injury problems, because to me Boogie was the number one center in the game before he went down, and Embiid, a lot of people had Embiid as the number one center. So I wish, you know, this matchup is is a few years too late, but I definitely think Boogie will help. He has to get his feet under uh, under him. I also like the you know the, the master teaching the student type situation with Doc and, and T. Lou. Obviously, you know T. Lou is. You know, mentored by Doc, and Doc helped him get his first job. Now they, both these guys have their new teams playing really well. So this is going to be a fun matchup. And, you know, as we mentioned, the playoffs are all about who's hot at the right time. I could see it's not crazy to think either one of these teams could make the finals. Right. Rounding out the week, we have the Jazz versus the Lakers on Saturday. Jazz still have the best record in the league, but are only 16-11 and 11 on the road, 24-2 and two at home, dominant. Um, we saw a shorthanded Lakers team go in there and, and steal one from the Nets. Uh, what do you think about this uh, Jazz-Laker matchup?
4: I just, I just told you I, I've never been sold on Utah. Uh, I, love, I love Donovan Mitchell. He's one of my favorite players in the league. And I know what the dynamic of playing in Utah, how hard it is to win there. So they always have good home records. But to be a great team, to be a great playoff team, to be a championship team, you have to win on the road. And they struggle at doing that, and that's always been the knock on Utah. Yeah, they're good at home, but they're not good on the road. And um, even with Jordan Clarkson playing well, you know, I just don't see this team going far, and I see these Lakers beating them again.
2: What's weird to me is is having you know a, a bad road record, but there's really no reason to. You know, there's no crowds. Right. There's not the 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 normal shit you have to uh, you know look forward to while you're on the road. So it, it kind of it's kind of weird to me. But I agree, you know, this is a team that kind of has to prove it still. Um, Obviously, they've been playing great during the regular season. We're still in the regular season, but, you know, the playoffs are right around the corner. Can this team do it in the playoffs? So, um, you know, this is going to be a fun matchup. Underhanded, uh, you know, obviously shorthanded Laker team. I'm going to take Utah in this game, but I'm not, again, I'm not sold on them in the playoffs. I'm going to have to see it. Ending the week, we have the Celtics and the Warriors. Celtics currently in the seventh spot. Warriors currently in the tenth spot. Warriors suffered a, a big blow. Wiseman uh, towards Meniscus, most likely out for the season. Uh, Jack, do you see either one of these teams rising as we stand? They're both in the playoff uh play-in situation on both sides of their conferences.
4: Yeah, I love both teams. I love what Steph was, what Steph has been able to do all season, even with the nil injuries. He's been leading that team and keeping their playoff, playoff hopes high. Um, but I just, you know, they don't, especially with the young fella going down, they just don't have enough to say that they're going to make some noise in the playoffs. Yeah. They might get in and they have Stephen Curry, but to win in the playoffs and to go far, I don't see it. I think Boston has a better chance to go farther. They have a healthy team. The stars are starting to turn their corner. You know, they have a complete team. And I think from the experience that they have with having a healthy team, they could go farther in the East. Uh, I don't see them coming out, but like I said, who knows what can happen in the seven game series.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, I think obviously losing Wiseman is a big hit. Um, like I said, I don't even think they really expect to do much this year. You know, as Draymond said a few weeks ago, he's not excited about being in no fucking play in. Um, right. I think they're a team, if they make it, they can steal a game or two. But like you said, I just don't think they have enough this season. Uh, and again, I think the Celtics are a team that can get hot at the right time. They have a lot of pieces. Uh, you know, they didn't, they, I, I feel they need to shore up that middle um, but I feel like they have enough pieces to make a run they they're, 're they're battle tested they 've been to the conference finals a few times now, so I think Boston is a team that can definitely sneak up in the standings and, and give whoever they 're playing um, in that first round you know, a run for their money. I, hopefully maybe they can get to six to get out of that you know get away from Brooklyn and Philly because um, outside of that, I think they 're right there as a, as a top three team in the, in the east if they 're playing how they should be playing.
5: Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N.
2: Next up on the radar presented to you by DraftKings. Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Mavericks, and Blazers are all on pace to be within four games of their preseason win total. Uh, Jack, we got some over-under here. Uh, Over-under Lakers with 48.5 wins this year.
4: I'm going under. Too many wins they need to, to, to complete that, and they have been beat up all season.
2: Yeah, they got 19 games left. They need to win at least 16 to reach their total, and I just don't see that happening. But again, if this team is healthy, uh, going into the playoffs, to me, they're still the favorites to come out of the West. Next up, the Los Angeles Clippers at 47-and-a-half. They're currently sitting on 37 wins with 17 to go. Over, under, they reach or surpass that total. Over.
4: They want they to have a good feel going to the playoffs. They're going to mash the gas.
2: Agreed. Agreed. I definitely think they're going to get over that. Uh, next up, Denver Nuggets, 44-and-a-half. They're currently sitting at 34 wins with 19 games left. Similar situation as the Clippers. Do you see this team hitting it?
4: Yep, I'll go over again. Uh, these are playoff teams. These are teams that had great seasons last year. They know how to turn it up
2: to get to going into the playoffs. Agreed, agreed. I agree they're, they're going to get over that too. Uh, next up, Dallas Mavericks at 43.5. Currently have 29 wins with 20 games left.
4: Under. They've been just all over the place all year. I just don't know what they're doing. I love watching Luka, but... Nah, they way under.
2: Yeah, I agree. This has been a very up-and-down, unpredictable year uh, for the Mavs, but I definitely don't see them reaching that win total. Uh, last but not least, Portland Trailblazers, 40-and-a-half. They're currently sitting on 31 wins with 19 to go.
4: This is a guaranteed over. This is a guaranteed over. They're gonna. This is one of those teams, too, that find a way to turn around. Guys, this team is starting to get healthy, and they want to make some noise in the playoffs. They will. This is definitely
2: over. This is a team that's getting healthy at the right time. Uh, I definitely right. agree they're going to win over uh, 40 and a half games, but this team's been battle tested. This is a team no one's really talking about that's really going to give whoever they play in that, that second round a run for their money. Um, yep. So I'm excited to see a fully healthy Blazers, uh, what, they can, what they can do. Next up, our favorite segment, fan questions. Here we go, Jack. Ritchie underscore twenty four ten. What lower seed team can you see making a sneaky run if let loose in the playoffs?
4: We're talk, we talking about Portland. Mm. That's always a scary team. They got one of the clutch players in the game. Like you said earlier, Matt, they starting to get healthy. They are coming together. They got Norman Powell now. I would have to go with Portland.
2: Agreed, agreed. Portland is definitely that team in the West and in the East is Boston. Um, Like you said, this team has been battle-tested. They've been to the conference finals a few times. Uh, Jason Tatum and and, uh, Jalen Brown are are making known that they're the best, one of the best young duels in the game. So I agree, Portland in the West, Boston in the East.
4: Next fan question, Ed Ben Work, what was the worst you've ever got crossed up, dunked on, or embarrassed in the game, pro or college? (laughs)
2: Yeah. I think my shit we talked about right when we were in Miami and I got, uh, who hit me with the pump fake and I tripped over the line and f- almost fell into the stands? Marcus Banks. Marcus Banks is fast ass. That motherfucker was fast, but yeah, that was probably my. I got lucky, man. I, I think Chris Bosch kind of got me a little bit, but I didn't really jump. I, I, I was lucky to really avoid anything nasty because I would just foul the motherfucker, but mm-hmm. I was lucky with that. Oh, well, Kobe we got both- me. Oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. The mm-hmm. worst I got crossed was the one time when I was guarding Kobe at the top of the key with his jersey in his mouth, and he hit me with the left to right pull-up jumper. He nailed that shit, but we won the game, so fuck it. Rest in peace to my <laughs> brother, man.
4: <laughs> I, uh, I never, I've, nobody never made me fall, but um, AI made me stumble when I was in Golden State trying to guard mm-hmm. him. And uh, I reached one time at Joe Johnson, and he kind of spun me around. But uh, it happens in the NBA, bro. It happens. Come on, man.
2: Especially if you're competitive. That's why it's it's, it's crazy because I don't like anymore that. That's why I see think the scores are so high because now it's about being embarrassed and going viral. If you get crossed, you get dunked on, you get whatever this, you get whatever that, you're going to become a meme. And motherfuckers have too much pride to really go out there and try. And that's the one thing I don't like because, like I said, if you're yep. competing, you're going to get dunked on and you're going to get crossed. That's just a part of the game. Yep. Next up, at Donovan P. If you had to go on a 12-hour bus ride to your next game, which five teammates are you taking on the bus and why? I'm taking
4: my <laughs> – uh, there's no question with me. I'm taking you, Al, Barron, Monte. And if I had to take – if I to take another teammate from another team, I would take uh, Gerald Wallace. Mm. So me, you – me, you, BD, Al, Monte, and Jail Wallace. That's a hell of a bus
2: ride. I don't want to repeat all the other people, so I'm just gonna so I'll, I'll do a different bus ride. I'll do me, you, C Web, K D, and DeAndre Jordan. Oh, and my honorable mention
4: will be Marquise Daniels. I gotta have my foot.: My honorable mention is
2: B D. Because <laughs> you I already know what BD. he's bringing. That motherfucker's gonna be a character that <laughs> entertains. If you want him to entertain for the 12 hours, he will. But I wanna get a little bit of sleep. That's why he's honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right. At Pepe underscore Valens underscore. Matt Barnes, in retrospect, was the Mochiks incident good for your career? Is it common for NBA coaches with such detrimental attitudes towards their players?
2: Um, I definitely think it was good for my career. Cause really at that point in my career, I was at a crossroads. Um, I was thinking about going to play football. I was working out for football in the summertime as well. Had some NFL teams already give me a tryout, but in the back of my mind, just that, that shit kept burning, just his, 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 the way he acted and, and the disrespect he showed towards me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, I definitely, he was that one figure that drove me to end up having a 14 year career. So yeah, obviously it's, you already know how I feel about him, but it was important. I think it's important to have people like that in your life to cross past that doubt you or 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 disrespect you to a point where they almost got their ass beat, but he didn't even know. But you know, to kind of like that fire, <laughs> under your, to like that fire <laughs> under your ass. Um, you know, and I'm sure there's more coaches that are that are weird like that. I mean, to me, what he what, what used to bother because he used to get dogged out by everyone on that team. I'm not even gonna lie; people used to talk crazy as fuck to him on that team. But I was just too young to. I was just about to fight him. But I, I think what it was with him was he was still caught up trying to be a player, like thinking he was funny, like he would say shit that he would, and then he was looking for people to laugh. And, and we're thinking, like, you're the coach. You know what I mean, coach the team, you know, stop trying to be a player. So, anyway, to get back to your question, uh, yeah, I definitely think it was important. I, I appreciate him for that. And, uh, man, like I said, I got to make a cool little 14 year run. All right, next up, some next nigga. Where do you consider Manu Ginobili on the all-time shooting guard list? He was an exciting guard in the 2000s, but seems like he doesn't get his just due.
4: Uh, one of the creators, the creator of the Euro step. he brought that to the game. He's one of my favorite teammates. I think um, the reason why I respect him, not only the way he played the game and not, not because how good he was, because of the teammate he was. I remember when we won the Western Conference Finals uh, when I was in San Antonio. I was I really balled out, really won that game for us, and I really didn't get no credit because I wasn't the player. You know, I wasn't you know one of the big names, Steve Kerr, Tim Duncan, but sitting in the back of the locker room, Ginobili, I remember him coming over and me, telling me, "Bro, you deserved the MVP. You the reason why they won this game." So mm. not only was not only was he great, he was a great teammate and uh, the creator of your stuff. I think he needs to be future Hall of Famer. So he gonna get his just due.
2: That's dope. That's definitely dope. Yeah, Manu was a monster. Um, I mean, you, everyone in the world knows what the scouting port was. Don't let him get to his left hand. But it didn't matter what you did, he was going to get to that left hand. And then early on, he would dunk that bitch on you. At the end, he was just nice finishing. But early on, he would back that shit up to half court and come downhill with that screen. And to keep him off that left hand was virtually impossible, man. So I agree. Uh, future Hall of Famer, NBA champ, great teammate. Uh, definitely salute to Manu.
4: Uh, next fan question, Aaron Leverins. If you could smoke with three people dead or alive, Mm -hmm. who would it be?
2: Good question. Pac. Big. And if he smoked. Damn, there's a lot of people out there, man. Hold on. I'm going to give you two. Go ahead and you do your three. Honey, I want to make sure my last one is just as good as my first two.
4: Uh, Three people I could smoke with. Malcolm X. Mm. Um... Marcus Garvey, mm. and I would say for my last one, I would say Tupac. Mm
2: yeah see i was I was thinking what civil rights leader um I would add to that, but I'm actually I'm gonna go with my mom to be honest with you if I could smoke one more, time. oh yes,
4: sir,
3: yes, sir. Because
2: she didn't smoke all the time, but she'd always smoke on Mother's Day with me, so yeah, those would be my three pac big and and moms if I had uh one last smoke with three legends in my eyes, That's yeah, I slide
4: moms in there, I slide moms in there too,
2: yeah.
1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your
5: podcasts. at t connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to Voices That Glow thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything AT&T
2: good episode drops our brother Lamar Odom April 15th enjoy this teaser so you coming to Joan Cove in LA Dr. Buss Jeannie Mitch Dr. Buss
3: is ill rest in peace in a, good, in a good way Genie pops in an amazing way. Yeah. So you saw, at the time, the Clippers weren't good. I wish I would have been around a dude like, who had practice habits like Kobe. Early on? Word. I'm thinking about all them times pulling up to Southwest, 10 o'clock practice, coming in at 930, like a bump. You know what I mean? Wowin'. But touch on that. Like, see, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it right
2: away. You got a chance to play with them. I came and play with you guys. Mm-hmm. What it was like. Just
3: being with him and, and seeing him, his his whole shit is different. He was trying to be perfect on the court all the time, all the time. Even even doing his like his little shooting routine or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Where even if his his footwork, even if he's getting shots, he's doing it in, in a certain way where he just trying to be trying to get better at it. He ain't wasting no time, for real. I mean that is, that is an incredible, dude, man. You know, his work ethic in the morning, man. He was like, he was a thug at 10 in the morning. He was going all. He was just <laughs> Straight up. banging on breakfast, man. Straight <laughs> he said banging on breakfast. <laughs> yeah, for real, like, my man. Constant. Take it easy. Up and at it. There was no such thing, though. Mm-hmm. It was all full steam ahead. I learned him. from this dude just by even just room. just watching him, man. He said he was better than Mike. I know he did. He thought it. But you got to understand, his drive. It's, it ain't too many dudes that play in the NBA. Or oh, that's playing ball right now. That's black, like, yo. And that really mean it, in he their heart. Like, that's growing up right now, like, I'm gonna be better than LeBron James. <sighs> nah. No. And I, that's what he chased his whole life was to be just as good or mentioned with Michael Jordan. As a teenager. I remember it was important to him. He, remember, I remember saying, I need to get six. I want to be able to sit at the same table with Mike? His whole, his whole frame of mind, his whole—this dude had. First of all, my name, forget about the eighty-one. He had sixty-three, and Dallas had sixty-one in the third quarter. <laughs> Cole, you know how NBA practice is. Word him up. He hit like 10, 15 straight in the practice. You know, they know the play. You still can't do nothing. They got an idea. But his focus is crazy.
2: Coming down the stretch, next up, quick hitters. Gary Trent uh, has been on fire since he's been traded. Dropped 44 on Saturday, 17 for 19 from the field in only 33 minutes. He's averaging nearly uh, 19 points a game since being traded. Thoughts on this young kid?
4: Well, you know, what, what, what stuck with me is what he said the other day, something that Absolutely. we always speak on. Absolutely. The feeling
2: of being wanted.
4: You want, you want to work. You want to do your best when you work from somewhere where you want it. You know what I mean? And, 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 and Toronto wanted him. Uh, it, it, it's, a new, it's a new breath of life for him. And the way he's playing – he was having those same type of flashes in Portland, but being here, the light is greener. You know what I mean? So so I'm, I'm, I'm happy he's finding a home and uh, all the success he's doing, you know, uh, the kid balling out. He's showing he belongs in this league.
2: Oh, I, th- I thought you were talking about something else. I was talking about uh, what he spoke on, um, you know, playing with such a talented team before. Uh, from a standpoint of having CJ, having Dame, having Mello, you know, he's at the bottom of the list, kind of low key as far as shots and, and getting attempts. And I think it's a perfect example of some of the the, the young Laker players that got traded away earlier. The Julius Randles, the mm-hmm. Brandon Ingrams now that are pu- uh, putting up a bunch of points. A lot of people don't understand on the outside looking in, a lot of your success it depends on your situation. Like you said, he was doing it in flashes in Portland, but there was they were just so loaded as far as on the offensive end. So he's going to Toronto now, you know, where he's one of the guys getting a lot of attempts, and uh, shit, he's making them. So definitely hats off to this kid uh, playing really well in Toronto, and I think it was a really good trade. It, you know, b- both teams were able to benefit uh, immediately from the trades they made. Next up. Memphis Grizzlies, uh, eight and five of their last 13, but three of those losses came to the jazz. Valachunas playing really well at about 19 and a half a game. Uh, Memphis currently sits in the eighth position. Uh, do you think they'll be able to hang on?
4: Uh, I hope so, man. I just, I'm just excited with the player that jazz grown into, you know, he, he he's such a leader and he's been great for that, for the organization and for that team. I just want to see them healthy. You know, Jared Jackson's still out and, um, if they could get him back and get some other pieces with this kid, man, this, this team can really make some noise in the Western conference this year. I don't see it happening, you know, with the, with the injuries, but I just love the, the player he's growing into. And I would love to see him in the playoffs to watch him see, to see what yeah. he could do.
2: They definitely miss Jaron Jackson, someone who was really, you know, kind of a surprise to a lot of people um, came out the gates playing really well, versatile stretch 4 uh, who's been out for a while, but I agree. Morant is, is turning into a special player. Um, so, Will they hang on to the eighth? They're definitely probably going to be in a playing scenario. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to hold on to it, but you know, a healthy team with maybe a few more moves in these next two years is going to be a you know Memphis is going to have great basketball back in their city again. Uh, last but not least, unfortunately, uh, Golden State Warriors first round pick James Wiseman tore his meniscus uh, and most likely is out for the remainder of the season. Jack, how do you feel like his rookie season went?
4: It was, going, it was going pretty well, you know, barring injury. I mean, he, he was banged up a lot this year. He has to get stronger. He has to understand how physical this NBA is. He missed his whole uh, freshman year in college, so he missed a lot of basketball. So he has to get stronger. Nice sees what the NBA is like. But uh, from what I've seen from him, he's, he's going to be a great pro. He's going to help that team a lot.
2: Yeah, I really like this kid. I, I would say his rookie year was a success. Uh he was throwing it he, first they took their time putting him in, then he was throwing into the fire and played well and he's I watch Golden State a lot. He's someone that that they need. You know, obviously he's mm-hmm. going to continue to develop his offensive game, but He's long. He he protects the basket. He's a rim runner. He's a lob catcher. He can step out and hit the 15 footer. I'm sure within the next two years, he's going to be shooting threes. Um, So this was a great pickup for their team. And he's going to be that because you got to think they've never really had that center in any of their runs because their teams have been so guard focused. But I definitely think he's the perfect type of big man to play in that system with Steph and and Clay and, and Dre and the rest of the group. So Obviously disappointed, but one thing I'll say is if you're going to tear a ligament in your knee, the meniscus is the one you want to tear. You don't yeah. ever want to tear nothing, but the meniscus is the least likely that's going to you know give you long-term effects um, from tearing that. So I'm sure he'll make 100% uh, recovery, and I'm looking for a, bi- a big second year out of this kid. Closing thoughts, uh, Jack and I want to thank everybody for all their support. Um, you guys have made All the Smoke an award-winning podcast through your support. We appreciate that. Um, obviously, following us to what's burning as we continue to try to give you guys more, continue to try to grow this more than just a podcast. Uh, man, thank you to our guests, past and present, and our current ones. We got a sick list of guests coming up uh, soon for you guys. We got Jeannie Bus, Shaq, Ice Cube, Rachel Nichols, Gilbert Arenas, and the one and only Baron himself, Davis. Diddy. Diddy. Um, but we have a favor. Well, we need some help from you guys. You know, Jack and I are big cannabis advocates, consumers and businessmen. We want to get our following up to four twenty by four twenty. So currently we're sitting at three hundred and ninety five thousand followers for our all the smoke page. We want to get it to four twenty, man. So we need your guys' help uh, and make sure you stay tuned for what we have in tune for you guys on four twenty. Again, man, thank everybody Uh, For your support moving forward, we want to continue to make this the best podcast, but more than a podcast in the game. So help us get to that 420, man. Jack, what you want to say to our fans? Smoke,
4: smoke on, and follow all the Smoke IG page.
2: Absolutely, and I think we need to do like little individual videos too, Jack, for real. I think if we both made a post saying, hey, you know, shit, we're only 25,000 from 420, we might be able to get that shit in a couple days. We can do it. Let's do it. Oh, before I forget, make sure you follow the Barnes Boys podcast, too. I got to plug my babies. So episode three, you can find them at the Barnes Boys podcast on Instagram, Instagram TV and YouTube. It's the twins. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of What's Burning. You can catch us every Monday on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And follow us on Twitter at Show Basketball. Peace. We'll see you all next week.
0: may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com.
3: Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
5: is going on a road trip. I thought